I'm excited about today's show. We are going to take the law of attraction to a whole new level and get us all ready to leap out of 2020 and into 2021, knowing how to more reliably manifest our dreams with just pen and paper. Are you intrigued yet? Hey, it's Cheryl Sitz welcoming you to another episode of Exploring Possibilities. Each time we transform life from the inside out in holistic spiritual ways. We've been doing this since 2012. All of our shows can be found at journeyofpossibilities.com and new shows airing on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all the popular platforms and youtube.com slash Cheryl Sitz. We want to keep this content free and accessible to everyone, so we would love your contributions at journeyofpossibilities.com slash support. Joining us next, Royce Christian. Hi, I'm Mario Rosales. I am the producer of Exploring Possibilities. I actually do IT work. I do website design. I do uh, remote support. You know, one of the things that I've been having recently, I've been working with people that are on Wix. And at the beginning, even I had the idea that Wix wasn't that powerful. But as I started working with it, I found out that there is so much more in there that we are not taking advantage of. We're not taking advantage of its database functionality. We're not taking advantage of their autoresponders. And a lot of this comes included for free in some of their packages. I've learned the system very well to the point that I can train you on how to do it. Or if you ask me to to do some complicated task, I can design it for you within Wix. Then after I'm done, I give you the training on how to use it. And then if you have any troubles, you can always call me. Thank you. I am Mario Rosales, and you can reach me at MarioRosales.com. Let me help you out wherever I can. Thanks. You've likely seen today's guest on TV before. Royce Christian is an actor, speaker, writer, and documentary filmmaker who's researched and published a reliable, reproducible method for manifesting our dreams. His new book is called Scripting the Life You Want. And there's an affiliate link so that you can purchase a copy right here on the show. A small gratuity will come back to us to support our work. You can learn more about our guest at RoyceChristian.com. Welcome, Royce. Thank you so much, Cheryl. I am so, so happy. Me too. And it's funny because we've had a couple of mishaps or setbacks or synchronicities that have led us to reschedule this show already. And the timing is perfect. It actually worked out better. Well, there's the law of attraction at work. I mean, we, (laughs) full disclosure to your audience, uh, (laughs) we had one of the most interesting things that I've had as far as this book and and all the press that we've done since it came out in April. um, It it turned out that on the same exact day in March, an hour apart, two radio hosts named Cheryl (laughs) booked an interview with me on the same week with and the same time around the same place. So what happened was I did the first one. Um, and then for some reason, it, the calendars got merged and uh, my publicist and I both did the same thing. And it was just unfortunately, I was just absolutely in a panic. I've never missed an interview in my life. I've, obviously, uh, that resume you just read was so nice. I don't know who writes them. It's very <laughs> embarrassing sometimes, but <laughs> I've had, you know, I've been doing these for a long time and I've never had that happen. So um, you were were so gracious and so kind and anybody out there who's a longtime listener um you know i am new to cheryl but my goodness she walks the walk and made it happen so that we could redo it but it 
it's so funny because I've been working on actually a new TV show and it's been amazing, but as they are tiring and the timing of the first interview, obviously I didn't know I was, I would have a show back in March when, you know, we scheduled it originally for the first time. And it worked out that today was the perfect day. I, you know, I'm fully rested, uh, you know, didn't have any other obligations and was able to get ready for the audience to hopefully have a much different conversation about the law of attraction. We talked a little bit about before the show, um, you know, going beyond the basics and into some I'm a giant giant science nerd and I will also <laughs> say to everyone out there Cheryl is the kindest person ever but I gave her permission ahead of time to interrupt me because I will not stop talking <laughs> so if you hear her do it it's because I begged her to do it because I don't know how to stop if you can't tell already <laughs> oh you're so funny okay well good so let's let's jump into the direction that we've already kind of gone a little bit because one of the things that comes up a lot around law of attraction and this whole idea that we can manifest whatever we want. There's kind of two schools of thought. There's take charge of your life, manifest your dreams school of thought. And then there's what about going with the flow and the idea that we're divinely guided and, and that our guidance knows better than we do what's best for us, like the rescheduling of today's show. So where do you land on that debate with people who are saying, do I need to do this or should I just go with the flow? So I always teach my clients and my readers that that's actually attracting. That is the perfect way to uh, approach the law of attraction is to intend to be in the flow state. So for instance, um, for me, you know, every morning, you know, my, I have a method that is just super simple. I don't believe in anything that feels like dogma or that you have to do like constantly. And every single day, I'd like to teach really easy, simple tools because I can't do stuff every day. We're all human. And part of being human, I think the fun part is what you said, you know, finding out where, you know, there is places and pieces and parts of our lives that, you know, are guided. I don't think everybody wants to have, I mean, I shouldn't say everybody. I'm sure there's a person out there who wants to have absolute control control over every second. But, <laughs> you know, I, I intend every morning to, uh, you know, these are the very basic things uh, I'd say to anybody out there listening who, you know, goes, well, I don't know what I want, or I don't know how to get in that flow, or I don't want to manifest or, or I do, but I don't know where to start. You know, I, the first thing that I have everyone do is called a want list. First thing in the morning, it's actually based on very based in science, which we'll get into. I have, uh, you know, my clients and I do this too. We write down, it's called a want list, but ironically, we do not write the word want because if you say I want a new house or I want a perfect girlfriend, you know, your focus is squarely on not having it. So I have everyone change it to I intend because there's something really actionable about the word intend. And there's actually science to back it up, which I'll talk about in a second. So if you say I intend to have that beautiful house on Main Street or I intend to have the perfect relationship, it feels better. And Adding to that, for people who think they don't know what they want, and to answer your question, because um, they actually sort of go together, is I always say, because manifesting comes in cycles, and when you're really understanding how you attract, you see that. You know, you're going to have weeks and months at a time where everything's coming in and flowing in, and then it all gets there, and, you know, you kind of have to figure out what it is and where you want to go next. So the first thing, and I do this myself probably every two weeks, is I always write down, I intend to know what I want and I intend to know what I need. And then the big one is I intend to take inspired action. And what that means is, you know, there's that, that, 
that sort of unaligned uh, grinding. It feels really bad. And, you know, we're, we're at a deadline or we're forcing ourselves to do something and just it all feels yucky. And that's not inspired action. That's, the, you know, the, the really easy way to put it. But inspired action is when you kind of follow that intuitive nudge from within or those hunches. So, you know, I work very, very logically with the law of attraction, but also I like to kind of twist it around and, and work backwards. So when you're intending to know what it is that you even need or want or intend to do what it is that you, you know, to trust your gut and, and just go for it, you're actually putting out there that you are open to being in that alignment state, in that flow state that you mentioned. So I don't, to me personally, and, and I, I, I've been really fortunate enough, like you said, I, you know, I've, I've been on sitcoms and television shows and I've, I've directed, I've, I've written, I, you know, I, 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 I'm very, I'm very well versed in manifesting, but I've also been fortunate enough to work with everyone from, I've worked with a billionaire, um, actually from Texas. <laughs> I've worked with, um, people from all over the world who are fantastic manifestors who sometimes fall off the manifesting wagon, you know, because everybody uses this. And, you know, the thing that usually brings people back is reminding them that exactly like you said, they, you can't control everything, but what you can control is how am I going to go into my day and basically program, because that's really the science behind this, um, shows us that it's actually a programming sort of mechanism we're doing when we do an intention list. Um, and how am I going to program my day and program my mind's filter to actually help me bring in these things? And I can go into that for a second because I think it's fascinating because most of the things written about the law of attraction, um, you know, like you said, they focus so much on just what it is you want, and what it is that yeah, you know, the, the materialistic, like kind of against the flow, against the grain uh, way of doing it. And to me, what I've seen with my clients and with myself is that when you sort of learn what's actually going on and the science behind it, it makes it a lot easier to manifest. And it also, it just it gives you the ability to just take a deep breath because this is supposed to be fun, not hard. And like I always say, there are days you're not going to want to do it. There's People, you know, life happens and we have this sort of, I think, unfortunately, in, in this world of self-help and the law of attraction and manifesting communities, um, you know, there's a lot of old or older ways of thinking that are changing now, but it's still very prevalent, this idea that it's it has to be this ritualistic thing. And it, it actually doesn't work that well when it, it's done that way. And that's because of this this filter called the reticular activating system. Um, that I'm happy to go into because I think even though it sounds scary, if you're out there listening, don't don't turn off, don't shut off, don't shut down because the filter in your brain, it is one of the biggest discoveries of the last few decades. And it is the biggest, quickest way to understanding how you manifest things in your life. And it also explains uh, what they used to call the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon when you see 11-11 and then perhaps you start seeing it everywhere, 11-11, 11-11 or 3-33 or Maybe you hear a word that's a little bit weird to us, like Windsor, or you see someone like Queen Elizabeth, and suddenly Queen Elizabeth seems to be everywhere. They used to call that the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon, but now they know that actually there's a part of our brain, a system um, that holds a, an area called the reticular activating system, and it is our brain's filter. And what they found is not only uh, they knew that it was there, you know, it's a very primal piece of our our mind, so 
science has known for a long time that it looks out in your environment around you for what's going to help you survive and, you know, cover the basics, food, you know, uh, procreation and just basic survival. But what they've realized in the last uh, 20 years and the research is fascinating is it's like a programmable computer. So while it's looking out around you for all of the things that, and it monitors fight or flight, you know, all of those basic primal things, you actually tell it what to focus on in your environment because our minds are so powerful. And I always use the analogy of a supercomputer. The biggest, best computer in the world is, is your brain. And it literally takes in every single thing around you, even if you're not consciously aware. And you're not consciously aware because that filter is active. Now, if you look at a Facebook page, it's the best example. Uh, you know, Mel Robbins is a you know wonderful self-help uh, author and speaker, and she uses this example too when it comes to this filter. And you know, if you're if you really look at a Facebook page or any internet page, and you looked at every ad and photograph, and there's something blinking over here and a video over here, and you know all this stuff, you'd go nuts. You know, that's your brain's reticular activating system. That's that filter helping to actually only point out to you the things that you've told it essentially that are necessary. So when you're writing an intention list in the morning, you're actually programming your reticular activating system to point things out in your environment. And to take it a step further, um, if you don't, you know, if you're new to this, it, there's this really fun little thing you can do. If you are like me and you lose your keys all the time, or maybe your phone, or, you know, if there's a certain thing that, that, you know, we all have those, those three or four things that we get in the house or we're just in the house and suddenly they're somehow gone. Um, what you can do is because your brain is taking in this information constantly of everything that you do, every action. But when it doesn't think it's necessary, maybe you're had a bad day or you're focused on something else and you just kind of throw your keys down somewhere in the house and you move on, your brain's filtered it out, it still knows where you threw your keys. So what you can do to play with this a little bit is if you're looking everywhere and you're scrambling, just stop. And for the first couple of days, it feels a little weird, but it's fun. You don't have to do it in front of other people. You can even whisper it, but say out loud, brain, show me my keys. Now, this sounds nuts, but you say, brain, show me my keys and then just do something else. And it is the craziest thing because within about two or three minutes, that filter operates within your neurology and you will it will bring it back into your experience essentially. And you'll notice, oh my goodness, they were right in front of me or they were on the shelf. You'll walk by it while you're doing something else. The key there is you just have to drop it after you say it and just do something else. And I promise within five minutes, you will find whatever it is that you've lost. And after a few days, you don't have to say it out loud. It will just be programmed that you can just stop, think to yourself, all right, hey, where did I put this? And, you know, people get really spooked because it works. And that is that, so cool. I love yeah. that. So let me clarify, just to make sure I'm following you, because you're giving us a lot of information and it's really interesting, yes, but I want to make sure that we're <laughs> tying it all together. So you're yes. telling me that this is relevant to manifesting because in your process, which is scripting every morning what you want, what you intend for your day, that that's activating the RAS to make you aware when opportunities and things that correlate with that show up so that you can stay in flow. Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Let me tell you a quick story that I wish I could have gotten into the book, but it happened after, you know, it was all, all out to the publisher and out to the printers. Um, I, I, I used to give a lot of talks uh, this year, obviously it's been tricky, <laughs> but I, you know, I would, I'm, I always was, uh, at least for the last five or six years, the one they would call in, um, 
just to help the executives that were having meltdowns or, or the really fun ones for me were the big real estate groups, especially here in Los Angeles. You know, you have these, these, uh, these awesome guys and gals who just, you know, they, they deal with these properties that are worth, you know, 20, 30, $40 million and big real estate buildings. And, uh, you know, friends of mine happen to manage them and they will call me at the end of the year to do like a little workshop. And I had a client, uh, in a workshop who it was her first year as a real estate agent. She was at one of the top ones in not just Los Angeles, but the whole country. And she hadn't made a sale all year. And my method, like you said, is again, these are simple tools. There's a lot of tools out there that work. And I'm an advocate of, I, I feel like with what I teach, I will always be here. I'm a lighthouse. You know, I, I encourage everyone to find what works for them. My tools are very simple and they will always work. And that's why I love them. And they will help you find the tools that work for you. So she had tried other manifesting law of attraction methods and they hadn't worked. And she really wanted to make a sale. It was around Christmas. Actually, it was right around this time last year. And she was really distraught because, you know, it's part of being in that world. You have to make sales. You have to get a property listed. And it just wasn't working. She was talented. She was great. And I said, okay, don't worry. Listen, look, these are super easy. Just trust me. Give me two weeks. I, and I know you will have a property. So she said, okay, I'll jump in. So she did uh, every morning for, for those of you out there who uh, haven't read the book. Here's what you do. Uh, you do your intention list, the want list, super easy. It's just five to seven things that you intend. You write it out every morning. And then the next on the next page, it should only take about five minutes total, everything I'm about to list out here. So you do your want list and then your belief list. And all the belief list is you look at those five to seven wants that you've written down on the first page. And if something is 51% or more believable to you, you're just going to write it down, just two of them on this belief list. And that's also part of the programming of this filter. And then the final step for the morning is your actual script, which is the fun part. This is how I that's how this is my this was my big breakthrough uh which helped me to create so many amazing things and be on tv in my life is you write your script and it's it's short it's simple it's sweet you can do it in your cell phone you can do it on your computer you don't have to use a pen and paper you can make it quick and easy whatever that is for you but you will write out after you've done your intentions and your one or two beliefs the day now remember it's first thing in the morning but you're going to pretend it's the end of the night and you're in bed and you're writing in your journal and you're going to write out how your whole day went and you're folding in the desires, the things that are uh, on your want list or things that you just are normal, basic, magical, mundane things, I call them, because that's another key to manifesting we'll talk about later is folding in the really boring stuff. And part of the reason you want to do that, for instance, if you have a dental appointment, you want to make sure, you know, it's first thing in the morning, you're pretending it's already happened. It's the end of the day. You're just writing out how it went. And my dentist appointment went great and it was so much easier than I thought it would be. And, you know, you're just, you know, you're, you're not faking it. It's, it's a weird process at first, but after a day or two, it feels great because you will see that you're actually having those smaller experiences, like having a great dental appointment, maybe you usually don't happen. And here's why that client that I had at the real estate firm, she was so totally distraught. So she started doing the process. And the last step of it is just at night, you actually write the forensic version of your day. So if you had a horrible day and you just started scripting, it's okay. You're going to write out what happened because you, the goal ultimately with my process, and it's really easy, is just that the script you write in the morning will eventually match your actual journal at night of what happened. So she did the process. Um, she wanted a $10 million or more uh, property that was worth that much. 
and she did it for it was it was just a day over two weeks and she called me so excited because it was so weird how it happened for her and it did happen so she was walking to her normal coffee shop right down the street from the office big high-rise sunset boulevard right at the end you know right on the edge of beverly hills in west hollywood and uh she always went by the same little bookstore every day and never really thought much of it. So this this particular day, she was walking by and noticed a sign outside, a huge sign, advertising a very, very well-known person. I can't name them because of what you'll <laughs> what I'm about to tell you. Uh, but she was a very big fan of this person. Um, most of you know him. And he was giving a talk and a book signing at kind of a weird hour of the day. So she said, oh, I'll just pop in really quick. And it was the end of his talk. Anyway, she long story short, she goes up, introduces herself. Turns out he has a property in town doesn't have a real estate agent. They hit it off. They have lunch the next day and the property got to be hers. Now, what's the wild part of the story is she asked the bookstore owner, there was a sign advertising that he was going to be speaking there outside of the bookstore for over a month. So she walked by every single day and didn't even notice it. She was a huge fan of this guy, but she had not programmed her filter to look out for opportunities because while she didn't put him specifically on her morning list, she was telling her mind and basically programming and using the law of attraction and using science now that we know of how to actually, you know, kind of activate it in a better way to say, hey, brain, look for these opportunities, people, places, and signs, literal signs around me that will lead to the manifestation. So that's what happened. She got it listed and she ended up selling that property. And I just love that story and I wish it could have been in my book, but it's it's the best example recently of just how powerful it is to know what you're activating and using when you're using the law of attraction. Royce, that did such a beautiful job of tying everything together that we'd been talking about from how the the random activating system or whatever, the, what, the reticular, reticular activating system. Reticular, I know it's a yeah. mouthful. <laughs> the <laughs> RAS. I'm always like reticular, I, 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 yes. So RAS, I like, what you, I, I like what you said. I, say, I write it like that in my book. <laughs> that's why I love your book because it brings so much science in. And before that, the law of attraction can seem very woo-woo. And oh, I, yeah. I'm into the woo-woo. I mean, I'm into that stuff too. But, yeah. but like you say in your book, you wanted something that's reliable that you know can be replicated. You go in a lot of different directions with the science in your book. And I want to bring up something else. So I'm sure we get time to talk about it. You yes. actually introduced me to random nodding. And oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm so excited that Joshua Lingfelder is actually going to be on the show April 11th. And we're going to talk more about random nodding. But can you connect the dots for us between how random nodding came up and how we can manifest? What do the two have to do with each other? Well, please mention my book and tell him hello for me. I will. I, I, I absolutely, I, I laugh because, <laughs> um, well, we're going to have to get into what random nodding is for anybody who doesn't know at this point. I think it's pretty rare, but um, uh, we'll, we'll get there with the story like always. But I'll tell you this is so interesting. Um, and this is God's honest truth. We, you know, how books are written. Um, I, this particular book, I, I, I like to write my books all together. I don't, you know, I like to write it all at once as a manuscript and send it in rather than a proposal and working on it for much longer. You know, I still get editors and I have a great publisher. Um, but there's just, I, there's something about actually physically just writing the book itself and not kind of taking a big space of time over time for me personally. So I wrote this book actually um, before Randonauting existed and it was the end of, it was November and December. 2018. And then uh, I, I got the book deal in January of 2019. So 
in April of that year, uh, right around the time we were uh, deciding on the final name and the cover, you know, knowing that it would be out in about a year, um, I was introduced to, uh, at the time, it was called the Fatum Bot, um, which, it, which was incredible to me because it allows anybody out there with a smartphone, Android or iPhone, doesn't matter, to connect to a quantum computer. And you may be going, well, what the heck does this have to do with, uh, with manifesting? Well, that's what I said too, because that's not at all what it was, uh, <laughs> what, what, how it was presented to me either. It's just my very nerdy science uh, side and just gets really crazy and excited about anything science. And I wanted to see what it was about because that was the first, you know, it's really the first public availability of any sort of access for us to anything quantum. So I was interested. And the idea was this, you would um, just literally put in your address or wherever you were, and the idea is you just go for a walk. You will put in your coordinates, and it will it actually sends through your phone uh, the information to a quantum computer, and I'll explain what's so different about this in a second, but you get a an address or you know location within a couple blocks of your home or wherever you are. You want to be safe when you do it, obviously, and you know, heed all local laws. I have to always put that out there, uh, and I and you walk to this 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 spot wherever it is. Now that doesn't sound that exciting, except um, there is something in 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 the world called the Serpinski Triangle, and you can go uh, on my website and you can actually see a video that explains it beautifully. And the idea is this: we are I, I there's determinism in the world, which is you know where people we have these trodden paths that there's a school of thought that believes we never can go off them. Obviously, the law of attraction and manifesting and the woo woo that you and I love. Um, tells us differently. But, you know, for the most part, I think that there's sort of this, uh, I, I don't think, I should say, I know that we all have these patterns, you know, and, and what Serpinski's triangle, without spoiling it too much, shows us, and there's there's actually, I have an image of it in, in my book because it directly I, relates to this, the random nodding and the fatem bot, um, is it, it, no matter what you do with uh in your life you will always end up in the same spaces and there will just be places in your own neighborhood even within a few feet of your house that you will never step foot and there's this very weird weird exercise that they have called Serpinski's triangle to prove it and you can even try it at home there's all versions of it online but basically uh the old version before they had computers that could do it really fast was uh you'd roll you put three dots on a piece of paper roll a dice uh, hundreds, if not thousands of times, and you would just put a dot halfway between the dot, depending on the, uh, that you first put there, depending on what number it lands on. Again, I don't want to lose anybody, but long story <laughs> short, no matter what, it always creates the same image with these blank triangles in the middle. So the big, it always forms this very strange looking triangle with blank spaces, no matter what. And the idea and how it applies to our the map of our world, those blank spaces are the spaces we will never be or never go. So the, by sending coordinates to a quantum computer, they have a quantum uh, random number generator, which can basically, the, the, the original theory as it was presented to me was, it could send you somewhere in your neighborhood that you never, ever, ever have been seen or, or been or, you know, would have gone to. And we started playing with it. And there was Cheryl... I think it was like 60 people knew about it. I am completely serious. Um, wow. I think there were 60 or 70 people in the group on Reddit. And um, it immediately became clear that something crazy was going on. Because, you know, 
I would write my intention list in the morning and then I would get this little app out on, on, on my phone. And I started to say to myself, you know, if I right before I get this location in my neighborhood, now I, we tried it a few times and it was really weird. The first time I ever did it was so bizarre because all these, the 70 people were saying, reporting all sorts of really weird things were like direct, like they would walk up to a mural that had direct impact uh, or direct symbolism to their, their life. Or the weirdest things would happen where there was a, an alleyway or, or, or a statue of Judy Garland was one that was two houses down from somebody literally in like basic plain sight. And the, the, the bot sent them to walk there and they had never seen it before. Just all these things. It was really just, you know, kind of anecdotally very interesting that this, this quantum computer would send you in your own neighborhood to these spaces that you would never have, have never seen before. But on top of that, really weird things were happening, like very supernatural sounding things. Uh, you know, people would have car trouble, their phone batteries would die. And I was just really intrigued. And I said, you know, what if I actually put down an intention like I do on my morning list before I go on this walk? And my partner and I were playing with it. And we said, what if we like draw pictures? So all this is in the book. Um, and these, and I, I have actually, I should, should add all of my original scripting uh, images of the, the journals and, I, I like to keep records of everything, and we have the actual images that we drew of, it was a cactus and a rainbow, and um, I'm trying to think what the third one was, but we, we we started to draw just pictures in our phone very basically with our hands, and we would put in a location, and this quantum computer in Australia uh, would send back a location here to, to me in Los Angeles, and we would walk, and we start to see, for instance, the rainbows it would lead us to a spot where sidewalk chalk had just been drawn of rainbows. And then we'd look up and there would be a cactus and then there would be a rainbow on the wall. And then it was a wheel, a wagon wheel was the, was the one the first day. And the, the, my partner had written down, um, <laughs> he did, uh, it's really, really funny. We were very, very interested at the time in this idea of basically like the the Fibonacci sequence, the the idea that there's like this perfect math in everything, you know, seashells and plants and it, you know, so he drew that. And we, so we're very different. I'm like, they're drawing rudimentary rainbows and cactuses and he's drawing a Fibonacci sequence to see if that, you know, the, <laughs> they'll take us there. Um, and it did, it, it took us to a pile of seashells in the middle of Los Angeles, you know, landlocked, we're not landlocked, landlocked, but my neighborhood is very far from the ocean and um, it blew our minds. So long, 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 long story short, for everybody out there listening, we started to realize that this was sort of a way by using this quantum computer, and it's accessible to everybody for free, um, you could start to correct path and get out of this. We, we were finding ourselves manifesting things so much quicker, big things that we had wanted. And the reason that I, I postulate about in the book, and I think happen, that happens is because this, you know, we're, we're, we're interacting with a technology that we don't fully understand yet, but we know enough to know that it can help break us out of our determined, like kind of boring, sad, angry, mad, or even really happy, but very not where we want to totally be paths. And it's, it, all the science of it is, is it's, it's really actually not that hard to understand. And it's kind of wild. And what happened was I, brought it to my editors and I'm, I'm going to, I'll button the story in a second, but I will say when I brought it to my editors, they all tried it. And, and my editor, Jenny, 
who we were done. We were actually, Cheryl, we were done. Um, you know, we had about 30 pages of, you know, just fixes in the book and little things that just normally happen in the process of book writing that are very exciting and, you know, fun. But as soon as I, I knew what was going on, I knew that this was going to change the world. And I knew that Rand, like what is now Rando Nodding would be an extremely popular thing. So, um, the problem was only 70 people were in this group. And she said, okay, Royce, look, they all tried it. They all had insane experiences where they were having literal messages on walls and then they're, they're on the East coast. I'm here in the West coast and people now are, you know, at this point submitting pictures, uh, you know, of all these crazy birds, people were seeing birds. And I'll, I'll tell you, um, one thing that's actually going in my next book that's coming out next year is the first time that we, uh, said out loud, my husband and I, okay, we are going to do this for manifesting and we're going to do it in a whole different way. And we have photographic evidence of this. An eagle, I swear to you, landed on the fence post right on my house in front of us, right when we pressed the button and a giant eagle. And I have all these photographs and videos of it. And we look over to the left, and there seems to be a bird co connection to this to this random nodding and, and this idea. For whatever reason, there's a lot of stuff we don't know about it, but it, it seems to be sort of a good omen for the little walk or trip you go on. So we had an eagle land, and we went, all right, well, this is going to be interesting now that we're really getting into it. So my editor finally said, okay, well, look, we're going to do it, but if this like app goes away, there was no app. It, you were actually we were using like a, a third party messenger service, and I said it's not going to go away. So we had, we knew at the time the book came out the day after my birthday and, um, <laughs> the week, that's why I said, you need to apologize, um, when he's on your show, because, uh, my book came out and I believe it, you know, we were in the middle of the severe lockdown across the whole country. So it was, it was interesting because I, I, I knew that once the lockdown restrictions would be adjusted over the coming months, people who bought the book would start to do this because people were so generous, so nice and writing all these great things, but no one was writing about the Phaedon bot and which is now called Randonautica. And all of a sudden, I believe it was in the same exact week, my book came out and two newspaper articles came out. And then about three weeks later, uh, about half the country uh, had eased lockdown restrictions, and it just seems like everyone found out about it at the same time. And I believe their servers crashed. Yeah, and we crashed the servers. <laughs> you crashed the servers, you guys. <laughs> well, and I and I knew it because of this. I got about 350 emails. I was very fortunate with this book. I, it's my first book. I, it's what I've always wanted to do is be an author and teach law of attraction in a whole new way. And I had gotten all these emails before that, just, you know, from readers who are excited about the, the scripting method. And it, Cheryl, it was the weirdest thing. I got one email from a guy in, it was in Washington state. I still remember his name. I'm not going to say it just out of respect for his privacy, but because it was so impactful, he sent me this email where he, you know, had been going through all these financial troubles and, um, you know, he, he was just, he wanted to try something. So he was scripting. He said, you know what? The, it was like the day that they were finally allowed to really go walking around again in, 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 I think it was, you know, May at some point, early May. And, um, he went out and he actually found a hundred dollar bill on the ground. And then he ended up giving that hundred dollar bill to this homeless person and someone watched him do that. And this was at the rando not location he was sent to. And someone saw him give to the homeless person and then ended up giving him $500, which helped him pay his rent. And then six minutes, I will never forget later from this guy, I'll say his first name, Don, 
I get two other emails and it was like my phone started to explode. And I said to myself, oh no, everyone's been locked up. My book came out, this <laughs> article came out at the same time. I was like, oh no, they're going to kill me. This is not good. <laughs> this is great, but oh my goodness, I hope it's okay. So I've been sort of hiding um, from them. No, I love them to death, <laughs> but um, I, I, I haven't, I, I, all I know is that the, the, they, they have, such incredible information on, on, on their website and on Reddit. And, you know, they're great at explaining it way better than I am. Um, but the idea of introducing an intention to it was partly my fault. I do know, and I apologize, but the reason I think it's so exciting is because now, um, you know, the, the end of the, the, the story there is, I, th I believe it's just about over half a million people, if not more, and uh, who were using it up from that 70 a year and a half ago. And, um, it's it's everybody knows about it and all over the world i i people in australia i swear are addicted to randonauting and they write me all the time and have the most amazing stories because what i say is when you use this app and it's it's crazy because cheryl you know it's free and it is i i'm curious to hear if you've had any experiences because it sounds like you might have and whether they're big or small people it's 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 in a way it's like you're communicating directly with whether you want to call it the universe god or your higher self it is a way to take actually a little bit of control of that flow and kind of operate in both of those worlds like we were talking about at the top of the show because we actually are breaking out of our determined back and forth trodden path and it's wild i i have you at you i'm assuming have you gone have you been able to go randonauting yet because i know it's it's pretty half and half <laughs> yes yes i w i went and what i was going to say about it is it's a way to use the power of intention to ask the universe a question and get an immediate yes, answer yes, and it is so yes, fun yes, yes. It is, you nailed it, Cheryl. She, see, guys, this is why you listen to Cheryl, because <laughs> she says things better than I can about it. It is. I, I the, first, the, first, um, the first week that the emails were coming in like crazy, and they really haven't stopped, honestly, um, I, I said uh, to a really good friend of mine who is, uh, who's actually a radio host, I said, um, it's like being able to talk to the universe. And the, how you just said it is, is accurate. It is, you can ask a question through intention. And, and just, you know, it was one of those really magical, of course, you know, for years I wanted my intention and what I wanted to attract was, you know, information to help me give to readers and everyone out there the best way to use the law of attraction, simplest, most fun way to do it. That was, like you said, something that's replicable and also just really unique. And it was that perfect timing of just being introduced to what is now Randonautica and that entire community was just a you know a couple dozen people and knowing i knew it would blow up and and it working it happens and people see it all the time and if anybody out there is listening going what are they saying <laughs> um you can go uh it's rando r-a-n-d-o and then nautica n-a-u-t-i-c-a they have uh their reddit forum um they're online it's very easy you could get it in the app store i do not work for them sells anything it's all free it's all very fun and you just type in coordinates where, where you're at and it will say it's totally safe secure and it will send you somewhere in your own neighborhood and, and what i find and what i'm sure you have too isn't it weird 
all the places like literally that are right next to you where you live or wherever you are that you think you know so well yeah that i i i have i've had the why i'm still having experiences and i live you know in in a very kind of it's like it's a very americana area of la it's 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 it doesn't feel like la you know it's very suburban this this nice little patch i live in here and it is wild. It's not like, you know, a big city part of this area, you know, where the, you would expect tons of new stuff. It's different. And every time that we go, we see something nuts or something happens. But I love the part where it is like getting an answer. And it is so to the point where you get answers really, really fast. And if you're using like whatever system works for you for, you know, mine is very easy for people. Uh, if you just... Uh, put an intention, you can even just write it in your phone, you get guidance. And it is, it's so confirming for people. And it's just, it's, it's neat because, and I, I, I said such a simple word, but it's backed by incredible science. So there is this, you know, my whole goal in life is to bridge that world between science and spirituality. That's what my new TV show in England is about. Um, we have people coming on that show that are PhDs. We had uh, Dr. Tina Grayson, who helped uh, develop one of the only two cures for Ebola. She's a very famous scientist, never goes on any show about spirituality, a uh, really good friend of mine. She came on and said, it's time for these worlds of you know what we're talking about here, law of attraction, manifesting, to come back together with science. And then we had uh, one of the most famous neuroscientists in the world, Dr. Mona Sabani, on my show. And she said this quote, and I wish the show was airing in the States. I know they're going to start airing next year, but she actually said that whether you're calling it what we study in neuroscience and in the scientific fields, all of these discoveries that we're seeing with the mind, or you're calling it the law of attraction and manifesting, it's the same thing. It's the same force. So it's, it's really cool to be part, a very small part of this incredible wave that's beginning. Um, and that's evidenced by you talking and mentioning Randonautica because there was a very well, real it's, fear. It's not <laughs> even just randonauting or anything. It's We're talking about the power of intention and how yes. science is finally catching up with it is the that. fact yes. that we're science the miracle. Catching up. We're all yep. looking for all these magical tools and we're the tool. And we just need to learn how how powerful our words and our thoughts are, how easy it is for us to manifest our intentions, which, you know, you've got a system that's more proven than some of the the less tangible, structured ways that we've tried to use. But I think that defines this era really for us. We're all waking up to the to some idea of how powerful our intentions and our words Absolutely. are. Absolutely. Yeah. And like you said, science is catching up. And, and I, you know, I, I know, I know sometimes my publisher gets mad, but look, like my, my method, like you don't have to buy my book to, to get it. If you listen to this show, it's, it's easy. We talked about it and I like, I love that it's simple, but I like, I encourage people to check out those other methods because, you know, the, this, this book wasn't even the one that I wanted to write first, but it, it was the one that due to, there's a twist ending in my book. I don't want to spoil it, even though it's a, it is a nonfiction book. It has a very uh, incredible twist to it at the very end uh, that has to do with the person who wrote the foreword, uh, Mitch Horowitz, who a lot of people out there probably know. Um, But yeah, I feel like there are so many tools that this book helps people feel more confident to go try that are less, you know, right now proven, but I believe will be soon. And that's why I think your show is so awesome and great because, you know, people get to experience, you know, all sorts of different methods and hear all different sorts of people that, you know, are really at the forefront of this 
I just am happy to be able to provide a set of simple tools um, for the beginner or the master and just give people who maybe are in a little bit of a doubt, the science or people like me who, you know, my favorite quote is by Kurt Vonnegut, the author, and he says, science is just magic that works. And to me, there's no separation. That's all very magical, whether there's science behind it or not. That is so true. That is such a perfect, I know we're out of time, so. Uh, I (laughs) I could talk to you forever. (laughs) But that's a perfect place to stop. You want to give us that quote once again? Science is what? So it's uh, Kurt Vonnegut. And the quote is, science is just magic that works. Yes, indeed. And Royce Christian, I'm so excited to talk with you and to have you at the forefront of helping us really get better at understanding the power of our words and our thoughts and how we can create the lives that we really want. Again, your website, RoyceChristian.com, the book, Scripting the Life You Want, Manifest Your Dreams with Just Pen and Paper. I so appreciate you spending time with us today and sharing your wisdom. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And thank you out there listening for for sticking around for all my crazy science. (laughs) (laughs) It's wonderful. Your passion is infectious. Thank you so much. And get another book out and we'll have you back on because this is fun. We could do this all day. (laughs) Yep, it's coming. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. Let us know what you thought of the show at journeyofpossibilities.com and show us some love while you're there at journeyofpossibilities.com slash support. And we'll see you next time on Exploring Possibilities.